getting down here with a uh, cat I just met, but definitely going to be uh, connected for life. Brian Long, welcome to the Jake Feinberg Show. What up? Hey, man. Uh, so I, I just want you to continue to talk about that. Uh, you were in fifth grade. You got an upright bass. Uh, and um, where do you – I guess here's the better question. Where did your – early on, where did your ears grow the most on the bandstand? Was there a place where you guys could jam in woodshed in your hometown? Um, so, yeah, luckily there's a lot of really good older musicians. Um, oh. And there was actually uh, – through, through the music program that we had, there was actually – a Celtic program, and we actually did like a lot of shows. Played like twice a month, but like travel Celtic music. It was Celtic music, yeah. And uh, uh, but I was able to play bass guitar in that. And then from there, uh, there was a handful of my buddies that like, you know, liked other music too that I was like more interested in. Right. And we were able to like jam and play um, quite a bit, honestly. Um, a lot of. A lot of like my like more social playing was just from, I would say right outside of high school, uh, just like getting together with like more groups from like playing and just like being able to be a little bit older and be be in venues when I was like eighteen. Sure. And like meet cats that way. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. You know that, that you know even before a different generation before us, they were in there nine and ten years old. Yeah. You know, like they were sitting, they were watching their dad play, I and mean, that was just it was a different time. Hmm. You're, you're, you feel, what was the first band where you felt like your ears grew the most? Hmm. I'm, not that you've had like, you know, you're, you're pretty, still pretty young. I mean, uh, you know, well, are you talking about like band I've seen or band I've played? No, but like a band where, where, um, it, it really was a, a very deep conversation going on. Oh, uh, Victor Wooten group at the Ark. And then no, no, with the, with, that you played in. Oh, that yeah. I played in. Okay, so there was this group I used to play with uh, when I was 20 years old. They're, we were called Liquid Monk. <coughs> and uh, Liquid Monk? And put out some music. And before that, there's no... Okay, so actually, the first group that I really was like, wow, this like this is freaking awesome, which was, it was Jake Prince Trio, which was two, two homies from my hometown. Uh-huh. Uh, Jake Prince, Mike Cause. Uh, my buddy Mike Cause is the lighting director now. Uh, he just like lit up the Grammys, went on tour with Robert Plant, actually. Making dough. I mean, he's he's been he's, he's okay. got chops. He's, so no, he's, he's got, got chops. He's got chops, and he's Mike, a great musician too. Yeah, great, great drummer. Uh, uh, just and also uh, just incredible lighting tech. So light design, dude. Um, so yeah, so there's a lot, a lot, of, a lot of people actually. A lot of people from my hometown, like, really are like really killing it doing music stuff. My buddy Peter, who's in my grade, he's a He's a musical director for Hamilton on Broadway, and he's been doing that for like you know four years now. And I'm I'm twenty I'm twenty eight nine, so there's some there's been some wild cats coming out of like that but that town for some other reason. And also it's due to the, you know I'd say Jed Fritzmeier to go back. How far him. back does he go? Like to John Lee? Yeah, yeah. John Lee was like he was the music teacher when John Lee was. Jed Fritzmeier. Yeah. Oh my God. Dude. This this guy's gonna change my life. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a cool, dude. Holy shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, dude, I mean, so were you early on? Did, did you pick up? Were you uh, 
like trying to learn jazz standards or were you playing bluegrass or were, like with the upright so so with the upright uh, I was playing classical uh, I was like it was like uh, Boeing kind bo- of stuff. Boeing stuff yeah and then uh, we had our were you listening to like Mingus at all or anything like so, that so yeah so then so I was start, I started getting hip to that and honestly in about in, in 8th grade yeah. my 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 orchestra teacher showed me Victor Wooten and I was and I, when I when I saw that I looked at that was like the big I've never saw anything like that I was so blown away. My jaw was on the ground. <laughs> and I looked at him right afterwards. It was the Norwegian Wood video. And I looked at him right there and then. I was like, I'm going to learn this. And he, and he literally looked, and he looked at me. And uh, 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 he was like, he's like, there's no way you could play this. And I, within a couple months, honestly, like, I had such a drive to, like, you know, I've never, I've never worked so hard. That's right. No, I mean, that is so beautiful. Yeah. Like when you're motivated, you can do accomplish, and you got, yeah. it, you basically got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so like, so like, I started, I got obsessed with Victor Wooten and just started like trying to learn everything he was doing. And you know, when you're young, you know, you know, like, like it's it's fun to do that. But then after a while, you're like, wait, like I need to develop kind of my own thing going on. So oh, totally. But yeah, so but yeah, no, Victor Wooten was just huge. Jaco Pastorius, sure. huge, huge. Hadrian Farad has been incredible, who I've been listening to a lot lately. He's a French dude. Ab- absolute monster. Um, I could go on. Uh, Kevin Scott from yeah. Government Government Mule. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They're coming to town soon. I'm actually going to get a lesson from him. They're coming here? Yeah, they're coming here <coughs> Tucson. Damn. Yeah, this month, like in a couple weeks. Um, so, uh, did you... Um, you know, did you learn the American Songbook at all at any point? Like, did, or how did you tra- did you just move to the electric bass, or did you play in any other settings aside from classical? So, so when I started, uh, there was like a jazz band that we had too. So I guess I did learn some jazz standards when I was younger. Um, but it wasn't really you weren't getting off on that. I mean, okay. I, I, def- okay, I, I mean, at the either. time, at the time, that's now that's the stuff that I'm getting off on right. honestly no, like more, yeah. and, and then i'm like yelling at myself when i'm young i i, I and i realize this is silly but i get like frustrated with my younger self for not like you know you know diving deep into it but at the same time you gotta do stuff that you dig at the time you know there's no point in doing this unless you're not having fun i mean I, don't ever look back yeah ever. yeah i mean absolutely. you stay in the moment as yeah, much as possible absolutely uh <laughs> obviously organization Part of planning, organization is planning, so you do have yeah. to look ahead a little bit. But as far as what is water to the bridge, I mean, you still have a lot of time to for many chapters of, yeah. of exploration. Um, like, what what are the biggest challenges facing? I mean, circles has challenges, but I would consider them um, like in whatever touring jam scene there is in the states. Mm-hmm. They're at at, a, at the higher. Level. Yeah, absolutely. And there's still, it's not a glamorous thing. Yeah. So I'm wondering, like, for you guys to take the, your music to your, to the people, what are the biggest obstacles or challenges uh, financially that, that you guys have to deal with? I mean, it's it's definitely everything's a lot more money right now. Yeah, right. Um, gas. I mean, we're driving a big van around that eats a bunch of gas, and luckily, like. Like in our neck of the like, you, you can establish your local market and get a couple more dollars from from some venues because you know people do they people will fill up a venue for sure. 
But like when it comes to going out, you know, going out west, right? It's a lot of driving, a lot of gas, a lot of gas, yeah. and you gotta eat food. You know, it's just like nor it's pretty it's normal band things, but at the same time, think the food costs so much more, the gas costs so much more. So it's just like trying to find side work too in between this. Wow. So really, wow, really hustling, working, hustling. Yeah, honestly. So and figuring out hustles. I mean, a lot of hustles are a lot harder to. You know, do it seems like nowadays. What if your What if your your girlfriend gets a, a full time job in, in Tucson? You stay here. I mean, so that's the thing. That, I'm kidding. No, 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 no. I would no, love. Be, I would love. You to. dig in it. I mean, you may not dig it in the summer so much, but like, it, but but, I'm so glad that you. How has live music saved you? I mean, it's it's been, because what I'm saying, what you're talking about is, I mean, it's it, it's so much. It's worth it, even yeah. with. All that shit, and why? Why is it worth it to your psychic health? Because it's just like you know, being able to bring people together to like partake in such a, you know, if you get there, such a like sacred act is incredible. It's it's. Uh, it can be turned into a sacred situation. It can be. It can be. I always try to accomplish that. Yeah. Do my part. Yeah, absolutely. And like, and that's that's it's just as everyone there is all. They all have you all have a role to play. You right. know? And just be able to, you know, bounce, you know, have this exchange where we're just bouncing energy back and forth and just, like, continually making it greater is just, unlike anything else I've ever, ever experienced. And, uh, and then, like, for personal reasons, it's, it's just a fun place to be. It's, it's, it's fun. It feels good. And it's just... Honestly, I mean, I wish I had more words for it. No, it's, I, 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 I think you, I think you said it. I mean, um, what is the Michigan aesthetic as relate? I've met, I've interviewed Martha Reeves. I've interviewed, um, you know, uh, Barry Harris was from Detroit. Donald Byrd, mm-hmm. I didn't interview Byrd. Kenny Burrell, I've interviewed. He's from Detroit. Yeah. Uh, Ted Nugent, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it's a great, and that's Detroit, but Michigan, <coughs> Grand Funk Railroad was there, mm-hmm. um, so many jazzers, Motown obviously was there, Dennis Coffey, all these fucking guys. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and you're the, you're the lineage, the newer generation of that. Uh, maybe you aren't, you know, in the studios seven days a week, which would have, which would be able, you'd be able to sing for your supper. Yeah. Uh, but what's the aesthetic of that Michigan musician? I mean, to me... It's um, total vulnerability, mm-hmm. open heart warfare. It's not an arms race, but it's about rock. It's about you know getting getting people dancing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, also, I mean, like, but I want to ask you: you 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 were born and raised small town. Yeah, but what what would you say that aesthetic is of that Michigan musician? I mean, really inclusive. Uh, just very. A, like there's a lot of, a, you can go to so many different varieties of like shows out there but like a lot of times like the thing I love about Michigan is everyone's just like there for like the same thing and it's like really really incredible to mm. see um mm. also as far as like the music the bands that, that are out there I've had multiple discussions of like you know so many so many other players out there so many other bands that like there's not really Michigan there's not really a band where like oh we, we get a weird vibe about those people that we that we're, we're aware about in our scene there. So, honestly, it's you know, 
really nice because a lot of the most pretty much every musician I've met out there is like an incredible human. Mm -hmm. So like people and people gravitate towards that and they want to support, you know. And nobody's nobody's taking advantage of that humanity. Yeah. I mean there might there probably is some scheme but I mean it seems to me there's a good faith effort going on, yeah. on, on from all parties. Absolutely. You know, and that means compensate. I mean there's no I mean shit will sometimes get go awry but but yeah. for you know reasons but by and large they 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 you you think that club owners in Michigan mm. see musicians as a viable profession live live road dogs i mean the there okay there's there are ham there are a good chunk of venues that really, really, really do right. like uh, do think that, but there's other there's other spots, and I don't want to mention any names right now. But like, there's definitely places where we go where it's 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 unbelievably insulting what they offer, um, and like what they offer compared to like what you provide, and it's 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 a lot of people really get taken advantage of being a musician, and it's really unfortunate. And no, you know what it is. You just crystallize it because the music itself is un, it's unquantifiable. Yeah. Because we live in this quantifiable time with, you know, all the bean counters. So you can't quantify the joy. Yeah. The, ha the, the, the resilience, the energy, uh, you know, the, of what you bring. And uh, I, I just feel like I'm going to continue on my path unt until the day where... And maybe it's a utopic vision, but um, where you guys um, talking about people that are playing original music, mm -hmm. um, like human music, like where, where you know you're getting uh, a, a very good wage. Yeah, you know, to me, like some of the older jazzers, you know, they'd say to me, um, if you want to have a real growth spurt in like the vocabulary of music, you need a total dissolution of of civilization like our culture and civilization yeah. kind of merged together <clears throat> and I don't I'm not an apocalyptic person I don't want any of that shit yeah same. but it, but you know that's where you know that's where all of a sudden when there's when everyone has nothing mm -hmm. no commodities no in that's where music heals the most but that being said I want it to come back in a in a more tolerable setting uh, but where you're not insulted. I mean, that to me sucks. Like, I walk away feeling, like, sick to my stomach and yeah. I got treated like shit like that. And chances are, that's the other problem. You don't have, like, Steve Parrish from The Grateful Dead, you know, the band didn't need to worry about getting paid. Yeah. I mean, he would just dump spaghetti on people's heads until they, he got the money. You yeah. know? Like, he's like, we're not leaving. Yeah. The band doesn't. That's not the band's job. But they don't have the the, the infrastructure. They don't have the roadie or the mm -hmm. <coughs> the tour manager to be like, "Fuck you." You know, there was a thousand people that walked up tonight. Like, you're gonna get, you know, some of that cut. Yeah. And that being said, I know there's also. It's just that's a drag along the way. Wouldn't that be something that you would work out in advance, or you just sometimes you get stoned at the venue? No, no, it's definitely something we work out in advance usually. So you're already aware that you're being insulted. Yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah. Just, you're just trying. Now, luck, yeah. luckily, we've been we have we have a we have a, you know to, uh, tour manager, uh, but well, booking agent. Sure. And they they you know they're in contact with the venues and like doing that, and that's been a, that's been super helpful to have. You know, so 
from there we are looking for a tour manager for sure um, because that'd be incredibly helpful to have and it, yeah it does suck when it you know it does fall on, fall on you but and luckily lately like that hasn't been a huge issue and it's just like it takes time to like you know know what places are good to work with and which ones aren't really worth your time at all slash where things could happen that you, you don't really agree with <clears throat> the most important thing is that you guys are be able to play be solely focused on the creation of the music yeah I mean it's not a, a snobbish thing it's just let other people uh, get paid or you know for that to be their gig yeah you know to me that's like a really important part of and, and there's not enough money with all the extra you know gas money what we've been talking about inflation yeah. you can't afford to bring extra people on the tour yeah you know it's just you you're setting yeah. up your own rig you're doing everything you know it's like and at the end of the night, it's like, you're the one that, you know, the and that, you know, I guess you get used to that after a while. But um, but I think in this time, too, people are, no matter what your politics are, I think people want to show that they are stand-up people. I mean, this is kind of a character time. Yeah. And you can either see people falling by the wayside, or you can, you know, actually like... You know, so they're going to be they're going to they're going to pay you what you what you what you you know they're going to keep it fair and square, which yeah. is good. What's the what's like uh, sort of a holy grail venue that you haven't played yet that you want to play? Ooh, hmm. I'm thinking. I, I mean, stumped you on that. Too. Yeah, you really did. Uh, maybe there's too many. To, I mean, is there a part of the country you haven't played that you want to play? I really want to. Uh, I guess. Hmm. Honestly, we we played pretty much a good job. I mean, I do want to do more down south stuff. I mean, and I want to get southeast, more, southeast, and then I do want to. Uh, I definitely want to get back out west. You know, way more. I mean, I of course want to play out out here way more. I I love it out here. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty mystical. Yeah, it's unreal. Uh, it's so I just like to be able to, and I and I do like the East Coast, but honestly, no, the tempos. I mean, I'm from Long Island. I. I it's just a rat race. Uh, it's and it's and obviously the, the it, I could the tempo's too much. This place you can go to the beat of your own drum. Yeah, nobody's gonna you know. Yeah. Tucson. I'm not, Arizona's a crazy state. Yeah, but like I mind my own business, but you can people leave you alone. Yeah, you know, and like it's it's a kind of a purple bubble in the middle of a you know. But it, uh, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, it's important to you know have some. Um, what's the right word? Yeah, bucket list. Yeah, you I, know, like things to strive for. You know, venue, whatever those kinds of things. I mean, Red Rock would really would be really cool. Yeah, um, never been there, but I've I've driven past it. I've never cool. been there either. Yeah, Colorado is really cool. Um, Greek theater in Berkeley would be sick. Yeah, but okay, they don't. Yeah, yeah I mean that, that that's you know, not even sure if you could play on the college campuses anymore. Um. You have any gigs? You, you're just. Are you making music while you're down here? Or making, so, like literally the other day, like that was so sick that you were walking by. That, yeah. That when Coco was doing that bass solo. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so cool. It, it's so sick, dude. Like I was like, this is sick. I'm like, who? I'm and. Uh, but I mean, it's not like you know anybody down here. I really don't. I don't. I found out that this cat <laughs> that I I played with in Michigan named Mario, who's a sick drummer. I mean, like such a nasty cat. He's so good. I found out he's in Tucson. What what's he playing? Um, I'm not sure what groups he's playing in, but my one buddy who my one buddy is getting in contact with him to see if like him and I can jam. I mean, he I just need to get his number, you know. But 
That's sick. Yeah. yeah. No, no, the, the Hush Social Club. You come down and, and, and uh, catch a hang there, dude. Yeah, yeah. And uh, because it's, it, it, you know, you just, you want to keep that. For me, it's just, I, you know, I've been in psychotherapy a lot of years of my life, and, and, and uh, it doesn't, I, I, I don't go anymore because music is the, is the most healing thing for me. Yeah. R- specifically rhythm. Yeah. You know, like, like polyrhythmic, yeah. groove-based, really swinging hard music. Yeah. Like, uh, with modern elements, I have no problem with, you know, loops and stuff like that. That's yeah. really cool. But, um, you know, like people that are using their heads and, like, that are growing and um, it's just, it, it, all the toxicity just, I mean, it's like discarga. It's like the, the, yeah. the splitting open of the, the spiritual discharge of the, of the cranium, you know? Yeah. And, and you can't get that. We, all we do is talk all day, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like, that, that's why you guys are important, you know? Well, dude, that's, that's incredible. Like, yeah, seriously, that's, yeah, that's... Well, I'm, I'll transcribe that later. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll use that quote. Anyway, uh, Brian Long, man, it's such an honor to connect with you. we got more to do. Absolutely. Right. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this is the Jake Feinberg Show. Thank See you, you later.